Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to the Dope Black Queers podcast, an intentional space for us, by us, which centers our blackness, queerness, and transness, because we deserve. Hi. I'm AID. Hi, I'm Jackson. I'm Molly. I'm Layla. I'm Tali. And on this week's podcast, we are talking openly and honestly about how we are doing. Okay, so how is everyone doing? How's everyone feeling? Good. I'm good. I'm happy to be here with everyone. Yes. <laughs> Blessed. Blessed and highly favored. How's everyone else? Yeah, I'm all right. Just, yeah, been a busy week for me and it's only Tuesday. So, yeah, <laughs> just trying to survive. Yeah, I'm good. I'm settling into a new rhythm and uh, enjoying keeping my head down in work. I mean, not like in a mysterious way. <laughs> <laughs> well... I am doing okay, but I'm hormonal as fuck, and uh, I'm on day two of my period, so I'm dying, but I'm okay. Like, I feel in good (laughs) spirits, but I'm, like, in severe pain at the same time. It's great. Yeah, the struggle is real. Truly, every month. Babe, sorry. Every month. Water bottle. I do. I actually have one, like, right here, but it's quite cold now, so I need to, like, get some more water. Periods in like the winter or when it's cold, it's just horrible. You know what I mean? It's just it's a it's an like it's a fucking nightmare. And bit, yeah. but it's it's also a nightmare in summer because if you you want to go out and everything's looking lovely, but you're in severe pain, then you're just sort of rolling around in bed. Like why? I hate it. Yeah. Like, oh gosh. But anyway. And being sweaty as well. Yes. Oh, nightmare. 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 I used to like take. Um, ibuprofen and paracetamol just like yep. dial up yep. the painkillers just crank that shit up yep pop them pills mm, you pop them vibe. pills damn because otherwise it was like it was incapacitating like I couldn't walk it was it used to be that bad oh. yeah yeah oh, it's a nightmare that's me right now I've got paracetamol ibuprofen CBD oil and a CBD oil cream damn, damn. And I have CBD oil in the tampons. Ooh. Ooh. It's a whole thing. <laughs> they come You're like that. You're doing it differently. They come like that. Ooh. They are like wow. infused with CBD oil. So it's just bathing in it. That's amazing. And you find that those uh, work better for you than tampons without? I've never tried these before, so I'm going to let you okay. know. This is the first time I've ever tried them. <laughs> I'm terribly wrong. It's not a lot in there, though. Like, I know I've got the right dosage of, like, all of it together, so it's okay. Okay, well, tune in next week to find out. <laughs> yeah, God. <laughs> um, should we go around and just say briefly who we are and what we do? I think that'll be good. Yeah. 
I'll start. Um, my name is AID. Uh, I am the producer here on the Dope Black Quiz podcast. Um, yeah, and so like I'm just here to hopefully help have great conversations with all these lovely people and those of you listening at home. My name is um, Marley, also known as Shy One, and I'm a DJ and producer. And yeah, that's kind of it. I'm into music all round, sound, everything sound related. Um, Do I have to, like, I don't think I'm dope, you know. You are. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> no, that, wasn't, that wasn't like a self-deprecating thing. I just, like, you know, like I, I just no. I'm just, I'm just there. Just there, innit? Just there, mate. Just here, mate. <laughs> oh, Marley, what are your pronouns? I'm so sorry. My pronouns are she/her. Oh. And mine are they/them. For anyone who wants to know. And I'm oh. Look, go, go ahead. <laughs> and I'm Layla. My pronouns are she, her. And yeah, I feel like what makes me dope is just like, I'm just doing, I'm just doing me, just living. I don't really care about like, I don't know, people trying to like ruin, ruin my, my vibe and my journey. You know what I mean? But yeah, I'm just out here doing my pole stuff. Um, performing and teaching and that's really where my passions are and creating an environment for non like thin cis hat white women you know in pole because it's uh it's very it's very much one way so yeah that's what I'm doing I feel like that's what makes me dope well those are some of the things anyway love that um so I'm Tali. My pronouns are they, she. Uh, I do quite a lot of different jobs. It's all very much within the queer uh, world, if that makes sense. So uh, I run Healthy Filth, which is a plant-based catering company, um, which mainly caters to the black and POC uh, clubs when they are about. When they come back, I will be there. Shout at me. Yeah. I, will, I will do it. Um, and I also am one of the hosts for Queer House Party, which is an online space which has DJs and has performers come on and is fab. And we're going to be doing stuff in real life very soon. We've got our first one, I think, 29th of May. Um, and also I'm part of Dope Black Queers, which is one of the main things that I think makes me dope to be around such incredible people. And it makes me feel very happy. Um, I don't know what else makes me dope. Probably just me being me. Um, yes, I can I'm attest fat. to that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think just that really. Um, yeah, I feel pr- pretty good about who I am as a person now, which is nice. So I think that's pretty dope. Mm. And um, yeah, I do other little jobs as well. Like I do choreography and I do some makeup as well. But those are the main, the main things at the moment. Sick. Um, yeah, I'm Jackson. What do I do? Um, so it's always funny on like things like this where people are like, oh, what do you do? Because like 
there's always someone or several people who are like, yes, yeah, so like I co-founded this organization <laughs> or I'm like a community organizer. Mm. And I'm just here like, yeah, I, I just like, I'm very online. Like <laughs> I have, I, I say, I say things online and apparently um, people have been interested in some of these things, I guess, like just talking about things from a black trans masculine perspective and outlook um so so yeah i guess that's like my my relevance here um but i also i'm i'm a writer that's my day job um looking to like get a little bit more into to writing maybe like fiction or opinion stuff maybe um i have already uh dabbled in a little bit of erotica Oh. Okay, we're listening. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I will not be dropping the link. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to know me like that. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's me in a nutshell. What makes me dope? Um, to be honest, I think like being queer, black, and trans like is so fucking dope. Like, yeah, it's yes. yeah, it's lit. Like, I mean, obviously, there are facets which are less lit. But, like, that's not to do with those things inherently. That's to do with, like, other people's reactions to it. But, like, I think who we are is just dope. Pray that. Love that. Uh, what else has um, been happening for everyone this week? Oh, gosh. I'm just going to complain. Sorry. <laughs> We're here well, for it. You know, I just... Yesterday worked a 12 and a half hour shift. But you know what annoys me? Like... Okay, I'm working bank holiday, fair enough. But why does TFL have to like move mad with all of the trains? So it's like, not only do I have to work 12 and a half hours when most people don't, I'm also like, am I expected to like, w- like wake up an hour early so I can get the train? Like, that's ridiculous. It feels like a punishment. So I was so exhausted. Like, it was like, you know, there's just no need. I was just like, why am I here? There's actually no need because it was raining and it was so windy that like my food was literally blowing over when I was trying to like, you know, hand- deliver the food. And like, I'm there with like an umbrella. It's raining. There's wind like flying, like rain flying into the food. And yeah, it's just like, a horrible day from start to finish. So I'm just really like trying to recover today from like being so annoyed yesterday. Yeah, you know when you spend like basically 24 hours feeling annoyed and then you have to recover from feeling annoyed the next day because you need to like level it out because I went to bed feeling too annoyed yesterday. So yeah, that's... You've got to self-soothe. Exactly. And that's it's only Tuesday and I feel like it's been a week. <laughs> oh gosh, so that's me. <laughs> that reminds me of um, this week I've been... Uh, in my studio and I'm up on the 12th floor in South Bank and I'm right next to, I don't know if any of you know of this fake beach spot. Yes. Um, yeah, so I'm, my studio is next to there and my window, like that's my view and it's so jokes. So, you know how windy it is right now, like gale force, I don't know what it is, I haven't checked the, the, beep, the miles per hour, but watching people really forcing the alfresco thing oh, uh, no. next to the <laughs> thames <laughs> in these winds oh, like, 
it, it napkins every like it doesn't look fun it looks really stressful it's just hilarious to watch um if i had a better phone i would have definitely put it up on my instagram stories you would have seen me zooming and laughing mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah other than laughing at them people i've been been working on some music knuckling down and figuring out how to get my hardware to, to communicate with each other a bit more i won't i try not to go too deep on the music neat talk but there will be some people listening who are like yeah i understand what she's saying but um it is I'm, i feel like i've it's a milestone as a as a producer for me in this new like turn down analog and hardware equipment um so i'm feeling quite achieved yes uh, yeah that's how my week's going Doing the things. Um, I do feel the need to speak up for the alfresco drinking and dining. (laughs) Um, Now, I'm not going to defend all members of the community. Defend your lost napkins. However, I will will speak out and say that that I empathise strongly because lockdown like obviously a medical necessity but it really it was not the one Mm. and have i been taking advantage of of these alfresco yes i have yes i have because my mental health needs something else has has the wind been taking advantage of you? <laughs> You're getting beaten up by the wind. <laughs> <laughs> Your food's are wet. The scenes, the scenes, it's like, I'm talking about in the last couple of days, people that have been doing it when it's chill, that's blessed. Like, but I mean, this week, like we've mm-hmm. seen what it, right now it's a, it's a rare. No, it's true. This week was, was like different. I can't even, I can't really um, defend that. But like, I will say that the secret is finding the places with like a roof and like the little glass barriers. That like, is the key. You need, and the heaters. Like mm. if they've got all three, you're almost indoors. Oh, like, I don't know. I don't know about almost indoors. I don't know. It's still cold. No. I will say, following Jackson on Twitter, I have appreciated your like commentary about. Uh, going back out to eat and socialise in those kind of places. As someone who's like a hermit, like, I, once I'm in the house, yeah. you'll be lucky if you see me out. Um, but so to see, like, someone else's perspective of, like, no, I'm we're, we're back out and, like, we're in pub gardens and I'm really enjoying it, it's really beautiful to also kind of get that vibe as well. Thank you for being an ally I to the Alfresco community. <laughs> Jackson, no. I, I want to know, where have, do you have anywhere you would recommend? If, like, without maybe making it an advert, I don't know oh, if we're allowed um, to, you know, talk about places. What I would say is, like, you want to think, because I feel like um, you want to go to spaces where, like, it's almost like a, um, what would you call it? Sort of like a shopping centre vibe where it's technically outdoors, but you're underneath a roof. Right, right, right. So, like, there's bits of Westfield that are like that. Um, uh, There's, like, a place in Victoria that I think is a bit like that. Uh, Like, a few other places like that are kind of, like, the best hack, um, I would say. Mm -hmm. No, that makes sense. But, yeah, I'm not here to defend people sitting on, like, the pavement of the, an average high road, like, <laughs> cuddling their beer, just, the, um, just like, no. Just outside prep. 
<laughs> no, 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 Chris, don't. It's the worst. Don't. It's the gutter. <laughs> it is, man. Long live Greg's. Oh my god, Greg's is so good. Yes. They need outdoor seating. That's where you'll catch me at Alfresco. I can't. Mm. <laughs> In the snow. <laughs> So how is everyone's year going so far? Let's talk about it. It's been a year. It's been a moment. Let's discuss. Um, where to begin? Where, like, where to begin? Or, like, what, what is new that can be said as well, almost? I know. Right? Like, it feels like I've been having the same conversation since... March 2020 um like no that's actually my problem is you know when you speak to people and they're like I don't know people that you don't speak to as much and you go how are you they're like good how what have you been up to zoom meetings you zoom yeah okay and then there's just this pause of like that's it that's all because it's, it's just buzzwords right now it's just like yeah you know like grateful considering yes uh zoom zoom uh, yeah like baking baking like, banana, banana bread, bread. <laughs> house party <laughs> yeah house party oh, house party tiger king don't forget tiger king that era. was that this year oh gosh i could cry what the hell no it's wild what wow. about the good? What, like, good things have people had this year? Is there anything positive that's happened? Let's go there. Why yeah. not? Yeah, I would... Oh, sorry. Oh, this no, is good. You go. I, love you that, go. I love that we're scrambling to share Yeah, we're so excited. You go, Marley, you go. That's, where we, that's what we want for each other. Yes. Um, I am really pleased to be back in a working space again. Like, And again, I, I acknowledge, like, considering what's going on, like, I know that that's... Uh, I'm really grateful for it. Um, to have a new studio space after a year of being, you know, mostly confined to my home and trying to work from there but not really succeeding. And, yeah, I'm, I'm just... It's also nice because I've uh, been brought into a new community. It's like artist studios, so um, it's kind of like this... They're also very, like... I think they're environmentalists. I really need to read up on the Welcome Pack a bit more because <laughs> I should be doing a bit more. I'm doing my recycling when I'm in there, but there's a lot more but it's an amazing it's an amazing studio of some really cool talented people so I'm just grateful to be like a part of physical creative spaces again um be a part of a community around people who are also like making things um and interested like I'm vibing off of other people who are making things so I'm mostly grateful for that and the fact that um I think my career is, yeah, will continue. Like, clubs are going to open and stuff. So. Oh, I can't wait. wait. Yes. That's my good news. I think there's more, but I can't remember. There's probably something else. I'm not, like, having a kid or anything, so it's not that big. It's still <laughs> big. Yeah, that's great. It does make such a difference, you know, like, actually being back out there and socialising with people. It's like, oh, my gosh, like, wow. But more yeah. for work, though, having somewhere to yeah. go. Like, I just, I really... To create, I didn't realize how much I was struggling to do it in my flat until I had this space again. Like, I only moved in like a month ago, so it's mm. or two months ago, maybe six weeks or something, but yeah. 
but Layla, okay. share your good news, please. Share. Oh, just, uh, you know what? A lot of good things have actually happened to me in lockdown. At the start, it was um, hell. And I was, because I'm, I don't know, something about me and I don't like change or like a break in my routine or uncertainty. And I like to have control over things. Um, something to do with my Virgo-ness and other things, I guess. But like in lockdown, all of that went and I was like, oh my gosh, like I don't have control over things. And like, I was just not coping. And then when I settled into it, like my relationships got a lot better. Like my, like me and my sister have got really close. Love that. And yeah, and my nieces were born, like she had twins um, four months before the first lockdown. So not being able to see them for a while, um, when we were going up there like every week was like quite hard and then when we did see them again it was like oh my gosh and it just like makes you appreciate them more and they're honestly so cute and they're just walking around and like babbling and just saying incoherent sentences that are really cute and that's just like made my whole year because just so cute and yeah I'm also planning my wedding which is really Woo-hoo! exciting Ooh, wedding? yes Let's it's hear, really let's... really exciting and um that brings me so much joy as well like me and my partner looking at wedding related things and like getting really cooey um yeah just so many things i've got like quite a few good jobs during lockdown like modeling jobs and like pole performing performing jobs and things like that which has been really fun and um yeah we've also got like a house a house instagram account which is doing really well so all of these things like so much joy and they all happened they all happened in lockdown after like my sad times like the time just got so happy and yeah like that's so nice to hear (laughs) that's lovely that sounds like that's i mean a whole yeah a whole bunch of really positive stuff after very uncertain uh, yeah and gloomy time no for real mine's been quite similar in that way like I think the the start of the the first ever lockdown for me was really heavy because my whole family like got covid and my dad got it really really badly so he was ended up in hospital and we didn't know actually if he was going to be okay or not so it was really really scary and obviously we couldn't see him um, yeah which was the most bizarre situation to be in um so sending love to anyone that that's happening to now because it is a lot um so that was really really hard and then it was like you know he was in there for 10 days then getting him back on his feet and like making sure the family was all okay and I think we were all in a bit of shock for a while and everything was just very heavy and I know a lot of people who have who have had it either really bad and some people who have passed away so it was a lot and it still is but at the same time as all of that I think it made me it I don't know I don't think it made me more grateful but it made me just super aware of like small things that made me happy so like I don't know uh just seeing my dad be able to like go on a run again was huge yeah or like um when I could finally see my friends and stuff and see close family after, you know, having to just talk to them on the phone about everything was big as well. Yeah. Um, and then after that, good stuff started to happen as well. So, like, Dope Black Queers was made in lockdown, Ooh. which is a whole thing. 
you know. Um, queer house party that I host was made in lockdown. And mm-hmm. that's been like, that's really got me through a lot as well. So there's been really good stuff at the same time. So it's been a really strange... Do you know what I mean? It's been a really strange yeah. time. It feels like everything has been heightened. Like, the good and the bad. Everything has just been like, whoa. Um, but, yeah. I'm just very... I'm very grateful for, like, everybody that I have around me in, like, whatever capacity that is. And I think it's brought that to my attention quite a lot. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. I definitely relate to... Um, that sort of mix of both like sort of extreme highs extreme lows like I think um uh some of the good things that happened for me over the year are like getting getting headhunted for uh well was it head- I don't know maybe headhunting is too strong a word but like getting approached for Ooh. for a job role um Ooh. and uh yeah getting that job role and it's quite exciting because it's uh, an opportunity to go work abroad um Obviously, that's a bit complicated in a pandemic, so <laughs> I'm, I'm still in London town. Um, but that's been good. I think in terms of, like, medical transition, it's been a good time of, like, sort of, like, slower changes, but, like, lots of gender euphoria with that. Just, like, sort of seeing these, like, some of the, the more subtle changes that come with more time. Um... I moved in with my partner, um, so cute. so that's cute. We love that. We love that. Um, huh? I said we love, love that. that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's also been a huge time of like personal growth for me, like um, through like therapy and stuff. Just like I've really learned a lot of stuff about myself. So, so yeah, that's the um, that's the good over the last year it's so nice to hear all the good from everyone as well because it is it's very easy to because it, it has been so hard for everyone it's just like it's nice to hear that everyone's had some good times with all of this yeah this bizarre Shit. wild time shitty time that the world is going through right now that is good what has everyone learnt through this time is there anything in particular that we've learned like about ourselves or I guess how we are is there anything that's like come up more so in this time yeah I've learned how to take better care of myself my mental health because I like to go at 100 miles per hour and I don't take breaks and I don't rest mm-hmm. and I just um I can't sit still because I'm just like okay there's another opportunity and I have to do this now and I'm just very like oh my gosh if there's something that has to be done I have to do it right now and it'll be like 1am and just like stuff like that like I just can't stop but in lockdown I've learned to actually like like close my laptop and just like go to sleep (laughs) like it will be fine the next day and you know what I learned scheduled emails I wasn't doing that before so now I'm like oh it's 1am and I'm sending an email but they all think I woke up and sent that before 8am yeah they'll think I've got like yeah I'm organized (laughs) like that but yeah it's just looking after myself more like maybe I'm scheduling an email instead of like stressing over doing something right now and like thinking of a big response so yeah just taking breaks and looking after myself because I was um burning out a lot before so now I'll do that less yeah I do feel that that's one of the things that a lot of people have 
taken from the pandemic as like learning how to how to move at a different pace yes um and also kind of like questioning the pace that we were all moving at beforehand like like i don't know how i was commuting five days a week uh for like an hour and a half each way and doing like eight hours at work and socializing and like what i know (laughs) mad It seems so much now, right? Yeah. No, I was just saying that's a really... uh, I said my one word. I was just like, capacity. Like, that just shows me... uh, To me, it seems like you had... I don't know if you still have it, but an immense social capacity and uh, also, like, some stamina. (laughs) Because, yeah, I think that stuff just... Yeah, I don't have it in me. But, like, to do a full working... Like, full working hours... Like, so I think that alone yeah that's taxing and then socializing itself is also quite not draining but it can um yeah yeah it can it can really take it out of you so are you still doing it jackson like are you still able to keep up with like those hours and like hanging out some sort of even if it's virtual or whatever like to the same extent um, uh now that things have opened back up a little bit more life is starting to resemble that a bit more but it's not the same it's not the same stress level it's not the same rush here rush there like um and i th- and i think like that is maybe a lesson to take away from this is like obviously it's not possible for everyone because you know capitalism and bills need to be paid and things like that but i guess just reflecting on like how much do we ask of ourselves and like is it is that realistic are we are we allowing ourselves to be replenished and like filled and giving ourselves enough time for rest um because the way that that the world and all of our structures have been interrupted i think has really forced a lot of us to just stop and and really take stock of our lives and and just reflect a little bit so there's there's some sort of lesson in there I'm sure Mm. no I think there definitely is and it is good I think this is one of the things is we were all forced to like it's not good but we were all forced to have this moment of like thinking space of this Mm. moment of a pause we all had to do because we were literally told you're not allowed to go anywhere nothing is open so it gave everyone that chance to be like was what I was doing before working for me? Was it all working for me? And if not, um, what do I want to do when I get back to it? If I can, because everyone is in completely different circumstances and we have to remember this, but if I can, what can I do to change, even in small ways, if it wasn't working, you know? Yeah, um, Yeah. exactly. Yeah. I think I had, I had that, the thing I sort of learnt the most, and I'm still learning, is just to like remember my needs with everything yeah so because of the fact that i don't know i'm adhd add dyslexic and just the way my brain is i know i think about 100 miles an hour for everything and so i actually have to like make sure to purposefully remind myself to pause and to be like Mm. where are you at what do you need right now what's going on are you okay? Like, and yeah. that thing of 
physically and like mentally like planting myself in one space and actually like taking a moment to go what's going on here because if I don't and if I'm feeling sad about stuff which was happening in lockdown because it was lockdown I was like doing everything you know doing all the emails checking up on friends wanting to cook loads of stuff take pictures of it for my healthy feel thing and like all of that stuff at this and it was like too much and I didn't have any time to actually think like are you okay what's happening here Mm. and even with stuff like routine I wouldn't do it in a routine way I'd go back and forth between all of the things you know what I mean like I'd, I'd, I'd do an email half finish it make food take a picture of it like not write the captions for it go back to the email do so and it was like not realizing that my brain the way I need stuff to be is for it to actually have like a structure and stick to it like as much as I possibly can and that doesn't mean it has to be like a crazy list like a wild list but yeah yeah yeah. something that you know resembles some kind of list that I can then stick to and and makes me feel good after so that was one thing I think I took away from it and it's made me was it like only you think through um like you're doing all of this organizing and working like still in the lockdown during this pandemic but yeah was it only because you were doing it during this with still like other things restricted in your life that you were able to like acknowledge this like recognize this um that you were spreading yourself too thinly i think it was that and it was realizing it was the thing of i was in such a heightened place because we had like literally everything was going on at once not at once but it was very all all round there was like a crock of shit happening and it was making me feel awful so there was like black lives matter everything with that right then there was like my dad and him and the shock of like feeling like i was going to lose him and then everything at once made all of the things that i do when i get sad usually much more apparent so it was like i had to be like you need to sort how you not like sadness happens and we should allow it to but how i was reacting to it by just doing stuff Uh was like this isn't gonna work anymore because you're gonna burn out and you're gonna feel even worse about it something has to be done and i have therapy but it was like knowing okay maybe i need to up it and i'm grateful i have like i can so i did and then just really talking those things through and making lists and like starting a gratitude journal all of those things they like it was like small things but they really really helped to just get me like to feel like okay i'm all right i can feel sad but also feel like not floaty in the air like manic if Mm. that makes sense so yeah 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 was that i think that sounds like yeah. some yeah, valuable lessons learned. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think I could really, like, break down and succinctly, like, explain uh, the lessons that I've learned over the last year or so. It's been a lot, I think. But I'd like to say it's not so much a lesson, but I've definitely come out of it or just not come out of it, but happened to, you know, be at this stage now where um, I'm way more self-defined. And that that's definitely like the things that happened in the lockdown and the the lockdown was a catalyst for it, you know? Like yeah, the the results of it and stuff. The uh side effects and such. Lockdown, what does that mean for you? People and stuff. Definitely accelerated uh like these lessons which all contributed to uh a much quicker self definition or like a 
or like a what do they call it growth spurt yeah yeah i, th- I yeah. feel like it's a growth spurt in self-definition for mm. me That's what like, does like, sorry what does what does self-definition mean to you what does that mean to you hmm. to me um it's more about just edging closer and closer to being like more sure i don't think there's you know you'll ever be sure of anything but like i'm not sure of anything but sure of yourself completely but just getting closer to you know what that could look like or feel like um it's more about just confidence in in myself let me stop like yeah saying you and whatever like i'm talking about myself it's more of a, it's more of a confidence and a, and a belief uh conviction behind myself what i feel uh what i think and the choices that i will make how they're informed and what i need as well that's powerful that's so powerful <laughs> i'm like just sitting in that now yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah i ended i had my last th- uh, session with my therapist last week so i'm on my j's now so yeah i've got <laughs> i got to think deeply about everything you know because there ain't no one to help me to check me anymore yeah that feeling when like that crutch is gone when you're like oh no i have to try and figure out this situation like using the lessons yeah. that I learned from therapy yeah. rather than just going straight to my therapist. Yeah. I'm in that position too is because my therapist took like a leave of three months. So I think she should be back this month, but everything like, I feel like whenever I stop therapy, everything just gets worse. That's a really not long like, gap. Three yeah. Months. That's a strong yeah. gap. It's like, not like necessarily like I get worse, but like a lot of random external things start getting worse. But maybe it's because like, but maybe I feel okay, but I'm just recognizing that those things are bad. Like those things are particularly, Mm. particularly wild. Mm. But um, yeah, I know what you mean about like having to check yourself when you don't have therapy because you have to kind of like look out for yourself in that break. I really relate to that. You've got to be the person in your own corner and, like, yeah. you know, validate yourself. Woo! Validate. <laughs> um, like, Leila, how, for those three long months, has it come to an end yet? Or are we still in those three months? We're still in the three months because I think she's had to take a break for her mental health. Like, she's based in Atlanta, I think. Because mm. um, I have my therapy through BetterHelp. Um, but yeah, I think she was going through some things herself, so she needed to like take a break because obviously you can't really give good therapy if you're like unable to like if you don't have the capacity, basically. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it's been you know to be honest, it's been surprisingly fine. You know what? At first I was like, oh my gosh, like I can't believe she's gone. Like I miss her. Like yeah, it was. Mm. She's like the best therapist I've ever had, and we have such good sessions and like so, like we proper like laugh, especially because she's like from Atlanta and like I'm from like London and then there's just a lot of like things that we get each other about about American food why is American food yeah. like that yeah and yeah. she tries to do like British accents and it's so funny <laughs> but yeah <laughs> but yeah just stuff like that and I was like oh my gosh how am I gonna cope I miss her but then it's also like she needs her break and mm. like I'll be excited when she comes back but I need to like remember the things that she says to me and so that keeps me going but I'm like also part of me is like oh my gosh so much wild stuff has happened since she left Mm, and I just need to fill her in because it's so scandalous 
So that too. I'm just like, my life is so scandalous. How have you been checking in with yourself, like, without her? Well, I've been communicating with my partner a lot more because I tend to, like, not... I... I feel like I, I used to, like, talk to her, but I didn't really, like, go there, you know what I mean? Because I'd just be like, oh, you know, and then I'd like, try and, like, talk about something else because I didn't like to think about the topic for too long. But then I'm like, actually, we need to sit down, like, dissect this. So I spend a lot of time, like, explaining things to her that I didn't used to explain because I know that, like, that's something I used to forget about before. And, um, yeah, it's mainly, like is this like right for me? Do I need to take a break from this person? And also taking breaks. Cause often when like I get a message, I'm like so quick, like if it's a message and it's like, I really dislike it. I'm so quick to like respond and be like, right, let me tell you. But um, with her, she's been like, you know what? Just take some time, like respond to it in a bit. And I struggled so much to do that before for some reason. I just be like, no, I want to just cast this person right now. And that's that Virgo energy. Yes. yes. <laughs> but now I'm like, no, 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 no. Let me just, just let me just relax with this for a bit. And like, it'll be, it'll be fine. And then I can think of like a better way to handle this situation. And so I've been applying that. So yeah, a lot of things I'm like, no, Sierra would not be happy about that. Mm. <laughs> she would not be happy if I responded like that. She would say this and yeah. Well, I mean, she has left you for three months. There's only so much you can do. Yeah, I can't wait for her to be back. <laughs> Miss her. So much scandal, so much gossip. I'm like, so I'm in between therapists. Um, I recently drew things to a close with one therapist, um, but like on good terms. Um, like we ended things well, um, but I just kind of felt like I needed a slightly different dynamic. Um, so I've got about like a month's break just to kind of like, I guess, have a break from therapy and kind of reflect on all the stuff that I've learned and, and, um, the different ways that I've grown and the things that I've discovered about myself before starting with a new therapist. Uh, and that feels like quite a nice, a nice little gap just to, just to kind of let the therapy breathe a little bit, you know, just to like let some of the lessons marinate a little bit more before I just like dive straight into the next one. Um, and I think part of how I've been managing that is I guess like sort of like similar to you, Layla, just sort of like being like, wait a minute, what would what would my therapist say in this situation? Like, before I go down this thought route, which I I've I've been down a million times before. Before I go down that route, what like what would he say? Mm. Um, so I relate to that. Like trying to get by with um, the tips from your therapist that still live on in your brain. <laughs> yeah. Because also, like, those tips become, like, healthy coping mechanisms and, like, mm, learn, yes. like helpful behaviour that you can carry on into your future. And I think that's just... You can't put a price on that, you know? Mm-hmm. True. True Beautiful. stories. <laughs> there it is. Okay, so we're going to go on another little break now and then we will be back to discuss some more things. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. 
Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. does everyone feel about things opening back up like have you been to pubs restaurants how is everyone feeling about it all oh i think a while ago i made a tweet saying i'm really not looking forward to seeing any of you on april 12th when things open up like i just what do you mean i have to work on april 12th and serve people food outside to me that i was i was i was like i am going to be insufferable at work like i hate being cold and I didn't really sign up to work in an outdoor restaurant. So I'm like, so you're just changing my job around? Well, okay, I, I'm speaking from a hospitality perspective and not Speak someone on that's it. eating out. I just like, it for a lot of people, it's changing their work environment. So you're actually like making us work outside in essentially winter and rain and wind. And like, that's just not cool. So I'm just like, I just feel I was like flat I just feel furious I feel mm. enraged like I yeah I was I'm gonna be so pedantic at work because I just I I feel cold anyway and just the fact that I have to walk outside makes me feel annoyed and I didn't want to go back to work anyway because I was enjoying um sleeping and stuff so <laughs> yeah. yeah and then I just see people just eating outside where I work and I'm just like aren't you cold because there's a heater but it's not like no heat no heat is going to be that good you know what I mean so I don't know that's that's from my perspective but I'm looking forward to like the studio opening up and like just cute things you know what I loved the fact that like junk shops and secondhand furniture places open up because that is my mine and my partner's life like we just go around junking all the time and we don't even buy anything most of the time we just like to be amongst nice furniture and things so that has been fun i haven't eaten out you haven't yet i haven't eaten out no are you going to i'm gonna eat out when i can eat inside because mm. i'm gonna be cold yeah yeah i think i'm gonna do the same i can't wait i'm really looking forward to to eating food that isn't cooked by me in another establishment yeah um, 
I really, I can't wait for that. I, I just, yeah. That excessiveness, appetizer, extra appetizer is dessert. Like, ah. Oh. The dream. Pig pulled the pinier, yeah, bring it on. All of that, oh, all of that. Yeah, I really, I'm looking forward to things opening up as well. Um, I'm trying to, I need to get ready to be amongst a lot of people in a club space. Like, I'm yeah. DJing four days after after all restrictions are eased. Oh, wow. And I realised today that, uh, yeah, I I mean, already it's been like a little, not overwhelming, but I'm like, we're getting used to being around people again, you know, out and about certain spaces and just like, you know, socialising. But I have to like, yeah, get ready to do that on a mass, on a, on a, bit, on a much bigger scale, as well as like, you know, doing a, a DJing as well. <laughs> like the, the skill itself. So uh, just, yeah, excited, but a little bit apprehensive, I think. And have you been out, like, to any pubs or anything yet? No. I've gone to one pub at the end of my road, like, last orders, one pint. Um, Because it was, like, the eve of my birthday. Mm. And it felt... That was all right. It was quite nice, actually. That was quite nice, yeah. They had a little little fire pit thing. I think because it was the end of the day... Yeah. It wasn't too bad. It was like the last, literally the last customers. But the idea of going to like, it's the sitting outside is not pleasant. And then, but that's cool. I don't mind in and out. I can do that. But if you're making me queue for it, nah. So I'm, nah, I haven't been entertaining any of that, to be honest with you. Mm-mm, not yet. Whereas I was like, <laughs> whereas on the first day, the first day that <laughs> the outdoor bars opened, I, love this. I was in Soho queuing <laughs> to sit outside in the street. And look, was it cold? Yes. <laughs> was it comfortable? No. <laughs> but, but I think like part of the excitement for me of things opening up has been about like specifically about queer spaces. Yeah. Um, because, like, for example, over over the pandemic, I went from being a critic of RuPaul, and I still am, to being a drag race gay. And it's like, <laughs> that happened because RuPaul's Drag Race was, like, the closest thing that I had to a queer space. Yeah, that's so... Like, how so tragic. That's like, wild. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I think like being able to go back to places like Soho and or the Royal Vauxhall Tavern and stuff like that has been just quite good. Like just being like physically around other queer people um, has been very like enlivening. Uh, I have also been to the gym um, and to a couple of like boxing classes and I'm not going to lie, like, I'm very glad that a lot of people are vaccinated now and that I've had one dose and that, like, the COVID cases are very low because when people are like, oh, they've made the gyms COVID safe, I'm like, have you? Have you? (laughs) Have you? There's a lot of breathing and a lot of sweating. There's a lot of sweat. A lot of sweat. 
and not a lot of wiping down of equipment going mm. on. So it does feel it's it's one of those ones where I think like a lot of stuff is that was very normal is going to feel still very dangerous and yeah. uh, and risky for a long time. Yeah. What was the energy going back? What was the energy like when you were in Soho for the first time? Because I only saw it from the news coverage of it just being like wild everyone out how was it it was just it was good vibes it was electric like the people that the people at the table next to us wanted to like make friends it was that thing of like londoners talking to each other yeah like you know which just never happens so it was yeah it was a bit of a moment really but but i do think it's really good to hear from layla about like the hospitality perspective you know, I think that's a, I think that's a really important perspective. <laughs> the dark side. The dark side. <laughs> yeah. No, for yeah. real. No, I, I um, I'm kind of I sit in the the middle of it. Like I've been out a couple of times to like some pubs, but really not that much. And I think it's because I have this thing where I get like. I'm super excited to see friends and everything. And then when I'm out, not always, but occasionally, I definitely, like, I have a little panic because I'm like, oh, my God, what if I get COVID again? What if I give it to someone, like, somehow? You know, like, what if I've touched something and then I touch, like, something else and then someone else touches it? I, like, have a real moment of that. So it's been really strange. Like, I'll have a nice time and then sometimes it will just flip. And I'm just like, uh, get me home now. Um, so, yeah, it's been like a real mixture of feelings yeah. about like being back out. But when I have been and that hasn't happened, all the times before it's happened, it's been really nice to just be around people. That's been like the best part because it's, yeah. not seeing people is strange. Like... The, yeah, I feel like on the subject of, of like people mm. and things opening back up, that's the thing that I've struggled with is being like, wait a minute, who are my people? Yeah. Because like there's been such a long gap between being able to see friends and stuff. And now it's like, oh, we can we can meet in this number. Or we can go here. I'm like, wait a minute, who do I who do I call to like go out and do stuff like? Yeah, I don't know yeah. if, if any of you are like navigating that or if it feels like. Whether it feels like your friendships have changed over the pandemic, like... Yeah, I think some of mine have. Some have, like, become stronger and some... Not in a dramatic way, but definitely become sort of lesser in my life. Um, But I'm also well aware that everyone's been going through the pandemic completely differently. So with a lot of people, like, I know, like, one of my best friends, we barely speak, but I know that that's because sometimes they're going through it and they need to just have some space and then as soon as we speak again it's completely fine and it's normal and like when I've seen them in in real life it's fine but you know it's like it's a different struggle for some people so I I think I I'm just waiting to see how it is with everyone when it goes fully back to some sort of normality that isn't what we're in right now you know (laughs) and I also have found it really strange as well because there's certain people that I have always seen on nights out, like in the queer black scene, especially, that I just speak to and would see like almost every week because we're going to the same events. 
Do you know what I mean? And that then went because of this. So it was really strange. Like some people I've spoken to more so like messaging than I've ever done before because usually I just see them in the club and it's like a lovely relationship for what it is. Do you know what I mean? A friendship, but it's different. But some I haven't spoken to as much. So that's been quite strange as well because it's those people in your life where you're like, we're not best mates, but also, do you know what I mean? Like we see each other all the time usually. So it's quite strange. Yeah. And it feels like those specifically those queer black spaces Mm -hmm. are probably going to be some of the last spaces to be accessible because they tend to be more sort of like nightlife kind of stuff. Like, you know, obviously there's like gay pubs and gay bars and stuff, but they're very like white, cis, gay man heavy and like not much room for other kinds of of queerness and, and experience so yeah. yeah i feel like the first the first pussy palace event that's on oh my gosh i'll be crying on the dance floor every time i go out <laughs> it's like you'll queer. see me you'll all see me crying <laughs> <laughs> it's like um queer brock is having an event in is it June or July? Yeah, I, July. Think it's June. I think what? it's june maybe it's june yeah and i am so excited like oh my god I'm so excited. That's like that's what I've been the most excited for is to like be in those spaces again. Yeah. You know? That's what's been really missing, I think. I'm really excited to kiss people on the forehead again. You know, yes. in that loving in that loving mate way, like, oh so happy to see you and give your friend a kiss on the forehead at the club. Like <laughs> is there anything better? No more of the like elbow bumps. You know? <laughs> I don't wanna see I don't wanna see that ever again. In my ever. life. <laughs> no. <laughs> What about, um, have people, we were talking a little bit about like gyms, sports stuff. Has ever, anyone gone back to, to any of that? Oh, my studio's not open yet. It doesn't open till the next wave. So I'm kind of like, just like eagerly waiting because I'm so excited to see my students again. Mm. Like, I actually miss them so much. Like, they are just amazing my sexy pole intermediate class are just like the best group of people ever and they're such a joy to teach and i can't wait to get back in the studio and like do like choreography with them and stuff because that is they like i think they're like the best part of my week other than obviously like bay and stuff like that they are like the best part of my week so (laughs) i cannot wait then that's when life's really like good again um that that specific area opening yeah I'm really missing um, in real life dance classes because I used to do like a lot of them and that is so strange to not be. So that's definitely something that I'm just like craving. I want some contemporary dance classes. I want to be coming away feeling like I'm about to cry but also like having a great time, you know? Yes. I need to go back to the gym because I've been paying them money. Whenever lockdown stops, they take that money real quick. And I haven't been <laughs> since the, before the first lockdown, so I'm going to catch them next time. I just mm. need to go. Uh, but that will be, yeah, the only, I think, like, leisure kind of centre. I'll just be in, like, pubs and clubs, pretty much. With, within reason. What's that, sorry? Within reason, you know. Oh, okay. I thought you asked a question. Yeah. Like, you know, no, 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 I'm, I was saying, like... Not excessively. I won't be in pubs and clubs excessively for no reason. <laughs> Compared to you know, the gym time. 
You know, I've been thinking that's actually just like, it's not that related to this, but it's also like, England has never been so clean. Mm. Seriously, like people are washing their hands. These people are washing their hands for the first time. You know, honestly, my therapist was like, yeah, I can't even do this uh, this accent that she had, but she's like, you know, white people ain't never washed. That's why we're in this shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's real. Oh my gosh, it's it just real. makes me laugh. It's too much. But seriously, like people are washing their hands for the first time. And someone like me who has a phobia of contamination, I'm like, wow, like people are really like sanitizing. I've been I've been doing this, but it's nice to see that you two are doing this. People need to keep that up now. Yeah, keep the keep that same energy for the when COVID goes because I don't want to get any more I don't want there to be any more things, you know. Do you think as well, I was talking to my friends about this. Do you all think that we will continue to wear masks as well, like on the tube and stuff? Because I'm now convinced that we will. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, in some places it's very regular, it's very normal. Like Japan, they just, it's, yeah. it's the norm. Yeah. We've never been like that, but I'm now convinced that maybe some people will just continue to do it because it was the same when people were talking about the fact, like, who's had flu as much as mm. we usually would have flu? Who's got as many colds? We haven't, mm. right? So yeah, will I, we yeah. then continue or is it too much? Not like on the street, but mainly yeah. I'm talking about like public transport. What does everyone yeah. think? Close spaces. Yeah. Yeah, that would, um, do you know what? You're right. I, I enjoy not getting a cold and the flu so much. Yeah. Mm. But like, I'll be honest, it's I'm finding it um, difficult mm. to just, you know, like just being on public transport um, with the mask on all the time. Like I definitely notice it's affecting, you know. Like, mm. I just feel it, yeah. I, I I miss being able to breathe more freely on public transport. Yeah, fair. You so know, I think oh, yeah. it depends. But when there's a frowsy bus, yeah, I'll definitely whip out a mask. <laughs> yeah. Like, some of them just stink. Yeah. They do. Honestly. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what? After work, when I have to get the train, obviously when I've worked a double shift and it's been like, I've been wearing a mask for like 13 hours and then I have to oh like that short God. moment of like running for the train and then putting the mask on before I get on the train and I'm really like hyperventilating and it's getting like <laughs> stuck, yeah. stuck to my face. I'm like, <gasps> yeah. yeah. That's, not a good look. That's not a good look at no, all. No, that is hard. Because I had it um, recently, there was the um, Kill the Bill march uh, protest that happened. So I went from the very beginning to like the very the very end. And so for the whole protest, obviously I had the, the mask on. But you also, yeah. it was so strange. Do you know what I mean? To like yeah. the whole time be in this yeah. mask and like, and like shouting, you know, and protesting, but with this mask on. It was so odd to like watch people and not see even expressions. I miss people seeing people's expressions like fully. Yes, you know. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. That part I really I can't stand. I want to see people's faces. Also, I don't know, but sometimes like I get confused. I'm like, am I attracted to you or am I just seeing your eyes? Like, <laughs> yes. Everyone looks hot with a mask. Everyone they do. <laughs> Everyone. We really do. I don't know what to do with it. Sometimes them masks. And sometimes I'm looking at people and I'm like, are you looking at me the same way I'm looking at you? Or is this just we've got masks on and like we can't I can't see the rest of your face. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, I don't know what's happening. And it just like it's just so strange. And also you can't really chat people up in a mask, it's strange. So like Mm-mm. It's a struggle. <laughs> also, also, masks, like, 
the glasses the glasses wearing community have really oh, struggled so when it comes to masks because what mm-hmm. <laughs> like, there's no way to win there's no way mm. of tucking your mark that like people are like i'll try this try it. no whatever you do as soon as you step inside your glasses are going to fog up oh. and like you're going to be there looking like an absolute <laughs> oh no i feel so sorry for you guys like honestly um my mother-in-law is like she's legally blind and she has to wear these glasses but she was just struggling in the supermarket like with the mask and like the fogging and then taking them off and not being able to see and like having to feel things to actually like gauge what she's buying like it's just terrible oh gosh no I actually feel for all of the mask wearing not mask wearing glasses wearing folk because I wore sunglasses once and I was like oh I can't even be glamorous what what, what if I needed to see gosh yeah exactly i can't really do the sunglasses and i'm like damn imagine yeah like i'm surprised there haven't been protests you know there's been mm. all the like anti-lockdown protests i'm surprised there haven't <laughs> yeah. been a whole faction from people that wear glasses mm-hmm. just like a glasses i don't want to wear masks like they are anti uh yeah spectacle wearing people yeah like, it's a problem you know, there's, a, that out. there's a real inequality it, what about those things you know those masks that are like the plastic ones that have the glasses attached I'm very confused by them do they do this because you know they've got the gap here you know the ones where it's just not a it's like a full face like visor a visor thing yeah, yeah. but that, they go the whole the shield, way down face shield face shield so yeah I've seen so many the people now punk look. very that mm. and I've seen so many people wearing that now but with no mask but then I always get confused like because there's nothing at the bottom so like mm. surely stuff yeah. is getting in surely like do you know what I do you know what I mean is it getting I don't know I don't know if it's very confusing to me I don't know I feel like the science or at least the science that has been communicated by the government has been very sketchy and unclear like so yeah it wouldn't surprise me if people are wearing things that aren't actually protecting themselves or others so they they just need to go in the bin the government just need in the bin in the actual in the landfill (laughs) yeah yeah just cover them over with some like rubbish and (laughs) feces where they belong (laughs) is there um is there anything we've kind of touched on it but is there anything that we're really looking forward to opening back up for me, it's just queer black stuff. Everything that, um, just like, that's it. And just clubbing in general. Oh, and um, live music. Oh, miss oh, it so yes. much. So much. Oh. The tears. Yeah, I, I actually really well up for thinking the record about it. Shops. What did you say, Marley? Waiting for the record shops, but they're open now. I've been enjoying them. In fact, I was literally at one earlier today. Um, I'm really I, I was that was something I was longing for for months so yeah and then clubs and pubs of course and restaurants but I'm waiting yeah the indoor I'm the not indoor. Really them in t- until it's the indoor thing yeah so those and do you know what an exhibition or two would be nice like uh, galleries Mm-hmm. Galleries, museums. I really am looking forward to those, especially whilst the tourism numbers are low. Mm-hmm. And I suppose they'll probably have some sort of distancing thing, so it might be actually a more pleasant experience um, because of like restrictions. Mm. 
I'm lo- I'm looking forward to like those little lovely in the day events that happen sometimes where it's like a spoken words you know what I mean like a spoken words day that you can go to and then after it will have like a workshop on something you know or just talks in general that you can just go to for like a fiver like all things like that I'm like oh god I miss being able to do that like just on a Saturday I'm looking forward to seeing all of you in person. Yes. Yeah. Also, there's that LGBTQ plus space that's opening up, isn't it, in June? Yeah. So we should like. I want to see you there, in some way, shape, or form. Forehead kisses for all. If we're <laughs> I feel like the only other thing that I'm excited to for it to kind of open up. Um is like, I guess, more sort of like travel possibilities. Because mm-hmm. obviously at the moment that's a bit iffy and yeah. it may it may be for a while, considering that the virus seems to be having different outbreaks in different parts of the world and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But if, anyth- if I'm convinced of anything um, from the last year, it's that I need to get out of this country for a hot couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, need, I need to see sunshine. Mm-hmm. I need I need my body to touch like the Caribbean Sea. Oh. That is, yeah. How could I forget traveling? I cannot wait. Yeah, I can't wait to to be on a beach. Oh gosh, yeah, safely without you know putting too many people at risk. No, it's very needed. All right, everyone. Well, I think we are going to finish there. But thank you. This has been so nice. I've really missed speaking like this. You know, having other podcasts. Yeah, it's been nice. It's been nice. It's been nice. And that's this episode of the Dope Black Queers podcast. I want to thank our host for contributing to today's conversation. Shout out our engineer, NKOK, for doing all the bits behind the scenes. If you're looking for something else to listen to, Make sure you check out Shy One's radio show on Balami Radio, as well as her latest remix available on all streaming services. Please subscribe, rate and review our podcast wherever you listen. It helps other people find us. And remember to follow us on all socials. That's at Dope Black Queers on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. We're really excited to continue the conversation online. So let us know what you think. And we'll see you next week. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.